Um, I also start off by emphasizing the fact that uh, uh, as a bloke who's 64 at the end of August, my interest in the future of uh, radio is strictly, obviously, uh, limited, I suppose, in a way, because uh, I'm not going to be either here to uh, enjoy it or disapprove of it. Great, whatever it is that you do in life, if you can get into a position where uh, the management, whatever form that takes, thinks that you know something they don't know, uh, whether it's true or not, again, doesn't matter very much, but it's a very good position to be in. So I think uh, the, the fact that um, the Radio 1 management, by and large, not even have the slightest interest in music, uh, has certainly helped me to get away with um, a lot of strange stuff. But, I, uh, but there are now people in the, uh, in the office where I work who come in and talk to me about records, people who bring me records, recommend stuff, and, uh, and vice versa. And uh, that certainly didn't happen in Gary Davis's day, that's for sure. Obviously, I was working for Radio 1. Um, uh, I don't feel obliged to defend it particularly, but I think one of the problems that uh, we have, I mean, obviously, the obvious ones are there are now so many different ways of listening to the radio and so many different stations that it's not altogether surprising that uh, listeners are gradually leeching away. But I think part of the problem is the fact that um, so many uh, Radio 1 presenters these days, and it'd be uh, invidious for me to name names, that you can probably supply them yourselves, uh, seem to take a lot of guidance from children's uh, television presenters who've got to be sort of flat out all the time. Uh, everything's got to be bright and sparkly and shouty. And uh, uh, an insane number, whenever I switch on to Radio 1 during the uh, daytime, I always seem to catch up on some enormously complicated competition which is of absolutely no interest at all except to the two people who are doing it. And they go on and on and on and on, and I think, why don't you just play a record, you know, and, and instead of having these damn stupid competitions when you win some utterly fruitless prize. And uh, uh, if I was running the station, which quite clearly I'm never going to do, uh, but uh, I'd get rid of, uh, there'd be no competitions on there at all, as far as I know. And they'd just play more music and stop shouting, really. I'd, I'd be very pleased to hear that. And I like Zane Gray, Zane Gray, Zane, uh, although he, he, he shouts uh, probably more than anybody else, but he's very, very keen on his music, and I can forgive uh, a man a lot for that, because, as I say, historically, it's been people by dickheads, basically, who... Uh, um, had absolutely no interest in music at all and just saw it as a stepping stone to a career in uh, crap TV as well. And most of them fortunately never made it. Isn't that uh, rather gratifying, I think? Well, uh, let me tell you how, how my life was transformed by listening to the radio years and years and years ago. Because I think you have to retain the, the, the possibility of being delighted and surprised and... Uh, uh, you can only get that, I think, um, if you have a wide range of musics all contained within one programme, and obviously I would argue for that, uh, in the same way that I would argue for living in a small uh, village, as, as we do, because that way you have to make common cause with people whose beliefs and attitudes may be very different to yours, and I think that's good for you. Whereas if you live in a large community and only associate with people who believe the same things as yourself, you become... Uh, rather narrow-minded and ultimately bigoted, I think. But uh, there used to be a programme, the only place where you could hear any kind of music, uh, popular music at all, was a programme called Two-Way Family Favourites, which was on uh, the old light programme on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, it, it linked people in this country with their uh, 
children or whatever who were serving with the forces in Germany and they had a presenter in Germany and one in London and it was a bizarre program it, it, it seemed to feature uh, an awful lot of Glenn Miller music and a lot of orchestral stuff and the nuns chorus from whatever it is that the nuns chorus comes from uh, seemed to be on almost every week and you'd have to sit and it was quite good for you because you used to have to sit and listen to all this weird stuff and occasionally you think actually I can see why other people would like that and that's quite good for you I always believe but then one, uh, one Sunday morning they said uh, we've had a request here from uh, Lance Bombardier Higgins, BFBO 24, uh, for his mum and dad in Shoreditch, uh, whatever it was, and uh, he, he wants uh, us to play um, them the first release by the new American singing sensation Elvis Presley. And uh, when, the, when that came on, this is not, not an exaggeration, my life was never the same again. From that moment, it sounds, Heartbreak Hotel probably sounds to you like a joke record now, but it, nothing like it had ever happened before. And I think uh, that is the great beauty of uh, having very mixed radio, where you, know, where you just... I mean, what, what, what I dread with what you're discussing here is that you end up with things that are so narrowly formatted, probably with the best of intentions, um, that you're going to run the real risk of not leaving an opportunity there for people to be delighted, and uh, that would be tragic, I think. Well, as I hinted at the beginning, uh, I'm rather pleased that I probably won't be here to uh, listen to any of this stuff when it actually happens. But um, I think we've seen enough over the last uh, six or seven years that um, if there's any danger of any of these access stations or residents or anybody else uh, actually threatening the uh, economies of the uh, major broadcasters, they'd introduce, there'd be tightening of legislation, I think, or there'd be some bold new initiative that uh, saw the buggers either being sold off themselves or um, some legislation would be enacted to take them off the radio. I think, uh, uh, historically, this is the way things, you know, uh, I speak as a man who, two elections ago, was delirious with joy at a Labour victory, and... Um, uh, in the last six years, I've, I feel uh, so utterly betrayed um, by the... Well, I, I, the, the latest thing today, this, I, I was reading a piece in the paper about the way there's going to be a, a religious uh, office in Whitehall that's going to be looking at ways of introducing Christianity uh, into our lives um, through politics. And you just think... I'm really, great, I'm really grateful, you know, I think maybe if I've got another 10 years of life, that'll be enough, because I really don't want to be around for all of that kind of shit. <laughs>